Welcome to Comic Talkers, where comics are always the top of your discussion, or in this case, anime. Brandon, what are we going to be talking about today? Well, I think we need to introduce our first our guest first. Um, I don't want it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Um, first off, these guys have been on our podcast before, great friends of ours. Um, first off, you know him as James Gibson, who's been on our podcast before with the anime characters with Power Rings and was our judge for Young Avengers and <laughs> Young Justice. Um, I'm sorry that you had to pity that. That was a heated debate. Yeah, that was a heated debate. How are you doing, James? Oh, I'm doing great. Doing great. All righty. And we are bringing back another guest who just did a recent podcast with us about going over the um, top animes that have come out in recent years. Um, We know him as Jackie Chan. We know him as different things. We put his name is Tyrone. Tyrone, how's it going? What's up? (laughs) so what we're doing today is we're going to go over our top 10 anime movies now mind you our top fives and our top tens are two different things top fives are more of our personal picks these are our picks what we feel ours as our personal picks top 10 is a collaboration list um so willie myself james ty and another friend of ours you guys know him as freddie on the pulling these podcast have all come together to pull lists um, put a list together on what we feel are top 10 movies, anime movies. Unfortunately, Freddie could not make it, um, but we are still going to give him credit because he did help us on this list. Um, he actually was the tiebreaker for a lot of the picks that we had tied on the list. So thank you, Freddie. Uh, <laughs> look forward to working with you in the near future. Um, but Willie, I'm going to turn it back over to you. I think it's yeah. time for us to start right away with our number 10. Yeah, let's go ahead and start off with our number 10. Now, uh, I think we don't really have a specific order that we're going to go on with who we're going to who's going to go first, but we usually always start with our guests. So let's go ahead and start off with our the infamous Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan, what did you get for your number 10 pick? For my number 10? Or Or what is the over what is the overall pick number 10? What is our number 10 pick? I'm sorry. I'm tired. Man, uh, let me look at the list. <laughs> let me look at the list. Let me pull this up. We all twisted today. Sword of the Strangers. We picked Sword of the Strangers as number 10. No. Very good movie. Very classic, in my opinion. Well, I consider it a classic. You know, over 10 years. Yeah, Sword of the Stranger is definitely very impactful. Um, it centers around a uh, kid being chased by uh, some European uh, soldiers who are cooperating with uh, the Japanese, uh, a sector of the Japanese government. And uh, the kid gets in contact with this wandering Ronin and he's kind of just a loner uh, shacking away in this decrepit shack. Uh, when the kid gets captured, uh, because in the brief time that they were together, he managed to form a bond with the Ronin. So the Ronin decides to come to his rescue and help free him. And it's very intense show. It has a lot of very uh, well animated combat in it and a lot of very interesting aspects where uh, the use of specific drugs were being used to enhance the abilities of the European soldiers, which kind of showed some uh, tactics uh, some different tactical use of how the Europeans would fight it, as opposed to the Japanese soldiers. 
James, how did you feel about the show? Um, I thought it was uh, filled with like slick, slick action, just really, really well animated uh, and good, well choreographed fight scenes. I liked that um, because there were uh, European characters within a uh, another section because um, there were Chinese soldiers as well that they were working with uh, in most of the, throughout the entire film. Um, they were working with a Chinese emperor uh, and the way that they distinguished a lot of their conversations, there was a linguistic barrier. And so they would actually have subtitled sections in the English dub in which they would or, uh, insert uh, Chinese subtitle or, or I mean, English subtitles during Chinese audio sections. And I really liked that, that it would break up certain sections and you'd actually have to pay a little bit more attention and things like that. Um, then there were uh, the use, as you mentioned, the stimulant drugs that they were using. Um, it was pretty interesting. I, I liked that um, the, <laughs> it was really funny. They were also using a lot of poisons throughout and within five minutes, um, unfortunately, uh, slight spoiler alert, the, uh, the dog gets poisoned in the first, I'd say 15 minutes of the movie. And my girlfriend had to go and look up, you know, what happens. She, she had to go and look up what happens. She would not continue with this movie. <laughs> that was definitely the hardest hit in the movie when the dog died. And it's, it's always the same thing. Whenever the dog dies, that's when you really have to be cautious yeah, about yeah. the heroes. Yeah. John Wick. Yeah, John Wick. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Listen, everybody brings up John Wick nowadays. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bad day. You know, I've had the same exact conversation about this movie already because I watched it. Um, I'd say last Saturday, and yeah. uh, it was we we talked about it on Sunday, and it was literally the exact. W- w- nobody told me about John Wick. <laughs> it was, yeah. But anyway, I, I really did enjoy it. It was it was a good movie. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Brandon, uh, you said that you finally got the opportunity to watch this recently. Yes. How did you feel about the movie? I, I agree with what James has said so far. I think it is a great movie. I do like the whole scene where it is English uh, or Chinese subtitles along with parts of that stuff. It is a movie, and I know Ty brought this up before we even started recording. Um, the ending is a big, big part of this movie, and it is a lot of questioning in the movie. This is a movie I would love to go back and rewatch. So I don't have too much to say about this, but it is one I would like to go back and rewatch, try and be, try to catch things I never have caught. Um, and maybe to be able to answer Ty in, you know, about a week or so, I would love to go back and rewatch that and talk with Ty about that. Cause I think the ending is very interesting. It does leave mm-hmm. you with a lot of questions, but maybe <laughs> just like V for Vendetta for me when it comes to comic book movies. It's not a movie you can watch once. You need to go back and rewatch it again and to catch every little detail that you're not you're not catching. Um, a lot of these anime films I have went back and watched multiple times. This is the one I have not yet done that. Um, reason is a lot of them do bring up a lot of questions that I don't think any, I'll say this right now, not a lot of American films really do. It really makes you question a lot of things. So I don't have too much to say about this one. It is a good movie. What I've seen of it or what I remember of it, I want to go back and rewatch. So that's all I'm going to leave it at. All right. So Bruce Lee, you have anything else that you wanted to add to this? Uh, after hearing Jackie Chan, man. Jackie Get it Chan. right. <laughs> okay, well, Stephen Chow. <laughs> I don't know the exact answer for anything, but you know, it's it's one of those things that like people 
throw your opinions out. Like, what happened? You know, did he, you know, without trying to spoil the ending, you know, it's hard to explain my answer without actually saying what happened. But it's, mm-hmm. it's one of those movies that catches your, your, you know, your eyes like, wow, I want to see what happened next. <laughs> you know, did he blah, blah, blah. You know, uh, I, the first time I watched it, I enjoyed it so much. I probably watched it like five times that week. It, you know, yeah. to me, it, it was that good, you know, uh, just the fight scenes, you know, the storyline, you know, everything. Yeah, it's it's kind of funny to me when we were first coming up with our list, trying to co- uh, collaborate to come up with the full top 10. It was only me and one other person. I can't remember which one that had it sort of the stranger is, on the list I can me. right now. It, it yeah. was you. Yeah. 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 We were the only ones that had it on the list. A uh, few of the other people hadn't even heard of it. So I, w- I was glad that we decided to bring this one up and bring it uh, to the list yeah, because it's definitely, oh, absolutely. it's yeah. definitely worth something other. from the mid 2000s that I had just never seen, you know? Yeah. Just never came across my radar, which is kind of surprising, honestly. Um, yeah was right in that generation i mean mm-hmm. now, so we, i would like to pitch the next one before i we, was g- just gonna say that brandon go ahead and pitch put this way when it comes before to- before we do before we do i will do a disclaimer this movie in particular uh it does, like we had some rules set for this list that we were going to do just independent movies that did not have their own show this one does have a show but the caveat for it was this movie came out before the show and the show was based off of the manga and the movie that uh came before it so brandon go ahead and introduce number nine so before i say anything too the reason i want to do this one is because when it comes to eight through six i will admit i have not gotten to those so i'm not going to talk much (laughs) about those this one i have watched multiple times and no i'm not talking about the live action adaptation i'm talking about ghosts in the shell now, this is by far one of my favorite anime movies of all time. It is, I remember watching it, it was, I think it was like free one time on um, Stars. Um, what was it? We, my family had it. So I ended up sitting there watching it. And I was just curious to kind of see what it was about and stuff like that. And by God, it was one movie I was just like, oh, it probably just put me to sleep. Oh, I couldn't sleep. That movie kept me up. It kept me going. It was so intriguing. The animation is just fantastic in the movie. For the time it was made, it what was it? It was, it was made the year we were mostly born, which is mm-hmm. <laughs> that shows. Listen, youngin. Hey. Uh, I was born in 1995. All right, this came out in 1996. Okay, I thought it was. We were born the same we year. 1995. Yeah, way <laughs> older than that. <laughs> yeah, same age, buddy. Um, Damn, I'm old. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, but this is just great this movie is so good i'm shocked it didn't get i'm shocked let's put it this way so freddie had this on his list i had this on my list and who else did was it james no i don't think i did i maybe i did no it was just me and freddie yeah well he didn't have it on his and ty didn't have it oh it's easily worth it i'm not gonna lie I was, it's I was shocked yeah. you guys did not have this on your guys' list when we came together this one shocked me. i only seen it once well, i'm not gonna lie <laughs> Because, because I, I didn't have it on my list because we didn't incorporate the uh, yeah because I was asking yeah. that 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 was my thing too I didn't plus, know plus my list I try to avoid all the classic movies and try to bring in other movies that are like underrated right true yeah now when it comes to this one though I will actually admit Ty was actually kind of too one of them that kind of got me into this one um, when we were in college um, we talked about some of the anime movies he was trying to get me convinced to watch. 
And I remember Ghost in the Shell was brought up. And I was like, I'm not going to get into these. And then I saw it for free and I went, I'll give it a shot. And by God, I was so happy. And then when they announced the movie, I was like, okay, I'm down to see it. And that was like one of the worst terrible experiences I've ever had in my life. <laughs> um, it made me didn't even give it a shot. Didn't well, even try. I, I didn't mind the whole thing with Scarlett Johansson. It didn't bother me. I actually sure. thought she looked like the character when you really, if they did a little bit more, maybe a little you bit. Kind of just let your eyes. If you understand the a show a bit, and it, if you understand the show and the kind of uh, effect that they animated the characters as, it kind of makes sense that they don't look exactly like uh, oh, the Japanese sure. uh, physique. There are some differences, so it kind of made sense with the character the way they interpreted it. Right. Now that I think that's enough for me to say. I, that's my experience. I love the movie so much. It yes. loves the animation style. Um, so yeah, I'll pass it on to Mr. James. Um, I actually rewatched it yesterday, and uh, I just wrote a couple of notes. Uh, gorgeous musical sequences and crisp animation effects that really uh, bring in a depth of science fiction world. Uh, brings it full circle and both musical design and animation make us a large-scale world that feels vast and lived in uh there's a couple of just se- sequences of uh, i'd say a good minute and a half during and they just really show streets you know people going up and down streets you know sit cars going by neon lights you know things like that um uh as far as themes explored it goes through political intrigue i really like that aspect of it um between different countries uh questions reality and the existence of humanity wherever technology has been combined with the human body at what point are we still human can humans be created can a new species of sentient robots eventually be created by human engineering uh, what makes up the human body and mind humanity has uh, underestimated the existence of computerization was one of my favorite quotes just really powerful and impactful uh, and you can see how this something this could be uh, something that influences major major uh, movies like the matrix and things like that that's really what it did too yeah. is it, it influenced major things that, that that changed how we look at things so nice read man. totally didn't sound like you were reading from a script <laughs> no hey, well well for one i i do have things printed yeah 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 cool. i'm just messing with you man <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> works a little better uh but, anyway. but yeah yeah uh definitely agree with all that i mean it's uh def it's a very interesting show it tackles a lot of the more futuristic stuff that not a lot of people were doing uh, you can tell that because of this show, so many movies and shows that came out afterwards took a lot of influence on many aspects uh, as far as the uh, robotic usage uh, when it comes to the mm-hmm. psychological and technological uh, ad- adaptation to using uh, the mind and how they would delve into that with technology. Um, there was a lot of stuff that shows pulled from this and it definitely reflects on how influential the show was uh jackie chan yeah uh, what did you feel about ghost in the shell well like i said i i watched it a long time ago very old mm-hmm. so i don't remember much but it, it was pretty much ahead of its time with the way they think of like technology you know mm-hmm. the whole mind thing you know people being half robot i you know just 
those are the type of stuff that's just like, yes, robots. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what, shit, what I think is what I think is the coolest part about the show is that um, anybody who's watched anime for a long time, you don't think about it, but you realize that there's a lot of imagery from the animation that has kind of left a huge impact on uh, the anime community. Like one thing for me, like in particular is a lot of the fight scenes, I see the ghost in the shell fight scenes everywhere, Mm -hmm. but it's like nobody, yeah, certain angles that are used, certain, um, certain like artistic textures that are used, like Mm -hmm. when, a, a robotic arm is torn off. I've seen that image so many times, yet mm-hmm. half the time you don't associate it with Ghost in the Shell until you realize, oh, this was from that movie. It was like, because it looks like it was something that was done in present time, or if not present time, within like the early 2010s. Like that's how good the animation was, yet realizing that it's like much older than that, how great the uh, artistic abilities were for it one of the fight scenes that still sticks to my mind in this day is the what was it when she turns invisible and you don't know where she yeah. is and mm-hmm. that scene alone just really shaped up even the ending scene with the fact that she was fighting what was i can't remember the exact thing but just seeing all the damage done to her and everything just looked fantastic yeah. Now, I'm not saying I was happy with her being damaged. I did like the character. But even then, you could just see all the scars just looked so realistic. It was just like, that's amazing. If an animation studio could do something like that. Uh, but yeah. So, yeah. It's definitely think, intense. So let's, let's let Mr. Tyrone. All right. So let's let Mr. James take over number eight. Let me pull up that list real fast. Right now, I have not watched this movie, so I am not chiming in on this. Next time you you get the chance, next time you come over, Brandon, I own the movie. We can watch it. It's really good. So you need to watch Road to Perdition with me, and then I will watch that. Oh, Boy and the Beast. Oh yeah, okay. This one's a good one. Yeah, um, I watched this one when it came out in 2015 and i rewatched it a little uh i'd say about four or five days ago this and is one uh, of the more recent toho animation films isn't it yeah yeah and so it's it's really brightly colored and really really beautifully animated um i, I really love some of the still scenes in this like you could really if you took a screenshot of these these could be some wallpapers you know like really really beautiful animation in some of these scenes um especially with like certain scenes uh, around his home with the soccer leaves and things like that but anyhow um so it, it starts off with a, a boy named ren and uh he uh, loses his mother and flees the streets of uh, Shibuya. That's right. And um, as he's uh, on the streets, he ends up uh, coming under the under the care of Kumatetsu, who was essentially one of the princes of the Beast Kingdom, which is like a spirit world. Essentially, is how it's kind of represented. And he didn't have any uh, uh, any disciples or students because he was kind of a a loner and he was just satisfied with his own little slice of life whereas his uh alternate the the other uh the other disciple essentially to the grandmaster had uh two sons 
And in order to boost his reputation in the Beast Kingdom, he decided he needed to get a disciple, and that was going to be Ren. So he takes him to the Beast Kingdom, and he trains him there for um, eight years. And uh, it, it, it ends up being their story of how they end up growing together and and how uh, Ren ends up growing as a man and accepting the, the death of his mother and, and reaccepting his father into his life. And uh, it, it was a really, really, really good coming-of-age tale. I really liked it. Yeah. So that yeah. would be number uh, uh, eight. Number eight. Yeah. Yeah, that one's yeah. definitely a, a very engaging story. It taps a lot into the um, Japanese uh, mythos of the spirit creatures that mm-hmm. yeah. that are very predominant. And being able to see all the different uh, beast-like creatures that... Um, appear and seeing the journey that this young boy goes through to like meet all of them and get their perspectives on the meaning of life as he's growing and learning in the way of the sword Mm -hmm. it like shows a lot of uh development for his story and seeing how he grows into becoming a man i honestly love the connection that he has with his master because it's like the father he never had growing up and then slowly seeing the development of when he actually does grow up go back to the human world and actually meets his father in real life yeah and and forgives him and accepts him yeah yeah and he wouldn't he probably wouldn't have done that if he just grew up in the human realm which shows a lot of the uh uh development that he made under his master so i really enjoyed it it shows how much care and compassion was given to him because that's the only way in which that can happen to somebody yeah. after they go through a hardship like that. Yeah. So, uh, Brendan Lee, what did you feel about? <laughs> what did you feel about the movie? You're really gonna. You're gonna really. Uh, well, he's not gonna label himself by his name. That's so never gonna die. Like, I'm, like, I'm, like I'm looking at Brandon over here. <laughs> Brandon Lee. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I I love the movie. You know, the the thing about the movie is. Almost like every anime movie has a, a thing to tell. You know, this one is about him growing up, accepting, you know, his mother's death. Like, it's always like almost, you know, uh, something to tell, you know, something to learn, you know. Um, <laughs> great movie, you know. Uh, I, mean, like I, I agree with you about the, life lessons. He, he was like the father he never had, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Okay. Now I'm coming over watching it for sure now. Yeah, you you definitely 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 want to watch. That would be. We're all having a movie night now. You guys are gonna force me to watch it. I'm like, yeah. We talk we talk about the Studio Ghibli films all the time, but Toho Animation definitely is rising up there in competition. And we will have some Ghibli, obviously. But oh yeah, we haven't got Ghibli films yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, but but even then, Toho is is a really high quality studio. They tell well rounded and uh, impactful stories as far as oh, things yeah, go. Definitely. They're, they're yeah, well developed. Definitely. Um, so uh, let's go ahead and move on to number seven pick. I'll go ahead and introduce this one because this is one of my favorite. It's Good. not my number one favorite, but it's one of them. It's uh, Summer yeah, Wars. It's up there. Oh yeah, Summer Wars is a. Uh, a story that is about a young mathematician boy. I believe his name is Kenji. Uh, uh, 
he gets invited over to one of his uh, fellow students' uh, family's home, and he has to play her boyfriend, act as her boyfriend for the family. Um, we find out that this boy is one of the uh, technicians of an online world cause called Oz. And Oz is this vast internet network, social network that kind of runs the world at this point. Um, it is, Oz is attached to like all medical stuff, all like uh, city technology and is one of the biggest social networks around the entire world. It's like a giant translation social network that connects not just Japan, but like the United States, Germany, the UK, Africa. But uh, while they're there, uh, they have a virus that gets released into Oz and starts um, creating havoc, wrecking, um, pretty much wreaking havoc all over the city. Uh, it's called Love Machine. Love Machine it's, it's, is the name of I it. I love yeah. the name. I yeah. love the name. It's A+. Plus. It Couldn't starts wreaking havoc, stuff. and we find out that the machine, uh, that the virus, Love Machine, likes to play games. So in order to uh, defeat this virus and get it off of Oz before it destroys the world, everyone is like taking their turns to try to play a game against it, whether it's a fighting game, card game, whatever it is, in order to bring it down. And uh, won't give away the climax to what happens and what the final decisions are, but it's beautifully animated. It tells a wonderful story. It's kind of a romance. There's a bit of it going on, but it's not really oh, it's overpowered. A... No, uh, no, no. But just the level of detail and the emotion that goes through everyone's mind especially the young math mathematician who kind of feels that it's all on top of him because he's in a way responsible for the virus or at but least it's still a very bright story yeah. you know it's, it's still not very dark. bright it's very, yeah it's very bright it's very um uplifting yeah. and, and, J and james why don't you go ahead and give your opinion on the story more um i i really liked it because it it um it, it had a blend of, of Japanese familial culture within it because um, Kenji is actually invited to the uh, the 90th birthday of her grandmother and and uh, they actually go and see her and she says oh yeah this is my fiance and all that stuff and so it's he's like wait what and it, it, it's got that whole comedy of errors kind of spiraling of situations which is just absolutely hilarious and then it's also um, it, it really does have a, a full circle moment with with the grandma involved um, towards the end of the movie, and I don't want to spoil anything naturally, but it, it's it's very good, very emotionally impactful. Uh, would highly recommend. It's one of those those mid two thousands hidden gems that if you could you could breeze by it and never even think about it, yeah. But yeah, it, it, it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, Ty, how, how did you feel about this movie? I haven't watched it. Oh, you haven't watched it? Yeah, oh, that's, oh, that's dude. sad. Or, or that's the next sad. one. You got to skip me on the next one, too. Brandon, <laughs> dare I ask if you even watched it? I already said I did. I'm watching eight through six. Oh, man. That's part. I have not. We are watch definitely it. having a movie night. <laughs> Admittedly, I haven't seen the next oh. one either. So, so. Well, well, you haven't seen <laughs> the, oh. the beer. We're all having, we're all having fun. 
Just, well, I've heard it was real good. I've been informed. It is. All right. Well, going on to the next one, since the other, since no one's seen any of these movies, um, <laughs> we'll go on to number six, which was Wolf Children. Wolf Children was another one of the Toho animation movies. This one, to me, is kind of their magnum opus at the, this point in my in my eyes. I think this one was a very interesting story because it had a lot to do with uh, uh, wolf spirits and the spirits of the forest and that kind of stuff. What happens is this woman ends up falling in love with a man and she comes to find out that he's not fully a human man. He actually is kind of a crossbreed of a human and a spirit which is the wolf spirit where he's able to transform into a wolf and through all through all odds like despite them feel them feeling that it might not work they do still fall in love they kind of get married and they end up having children uh these children inherit his ability to transform into a wolf and uh sadly uh, the father passes away trying to uh, go out and find resources, food for the family, but he ends up tragically passing away. I We believe he get got swept up into a river and drowned. Did but, he get shot? Huh? I thought he got shot, no? By hunters? Uh, I don't know if it was necessarily specified if he got shot or if he drowned in the river, uh, they never really specified how he died. He was just found floating in a river. I'm pretty sure he got shot. I read, I read the, the manga too, and I, I watched it. Oh. I'm pretty sure he got shot. Well, the manga is much darker. <laughs> the manga will probably definitely specify better, but it doesn't specify totally in the movie. They mm. they hint to it, but they don't specify it, so it's hard to tell. I'll just um, bring the movie. <laughs> But uh, so what happens is uh, the woman decides that she needs to uh, change her life and sort of restart with her kids and create a better environment to grow up. So she moves out to the country, starts uh, meeting the people in the village that she moved to, starts recreating her life, watching the kids grow up and them kind of coming into their own and it's not a very intense story. Not intense as in like an action-packed... Highly dramatic or anything it's, along those lines. It's, yeah, it's it's all about like uh, the family aspect, growing up, mm -hmm. discovering where you belong in society. So it does like show a lot of um, a lot of that emotional aspect uh, and family aspect that I really enjoy. I fell in love with this movie the moment that it I first watched it. It's very heartwarming, very touching. And I highly recommend it for all of you if you haven't seen it. It's very I actually tried watching it today. Uh Funimation just wouldn't load it for some reason. Oh, well. I tried like three times. I don't know. <laughs> Dang it, it Funimation. Like, no. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but yeah. Since since no one else really has any more to add to it, sadly. Uh, what? Wait, wait. You got something? Okay, go ahead. Yeah, I watched it. Yeah. So <laughs> it, it, it's much more than like um, 
you know, her taking care of the children is 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 watching her, you know, take care of the wolves, you know, because they're wolves too, you know. Yeah. So like, what watching her grow up, like the the daughter, you know, she, she uh, you know, she was she was like kind of like a tomboy. She wanted to go on adventure. Or you know, she'll grab like dead bones of animals, show it to her friend. They get scared. You know, her, her brother was shy, but as they're growing up, their personality changed. She wanted to be more human. She wanted to be more girly. While her brother, who was scared, shy, wanted to be more like her, you know, the wolves and stuff. So you, you can see their life changing and how the mother how to struggle, yeah. you know, raising them and like, you know, changing as they grow up, you know, different. And I I looked into it. Um, I did some research this afternoon, um, and it was uh, as far as I could tell. It's about how they um, each individually choose what paths to take. Uh, either as their human side or their wolf side. It was, um, and, and the mother's willingness to accept that as them growing up as individuals was still them growing up as good people. Uh, that's what I read online. Yeah, so. it's, it's a very heartwarming story. It's very touching to see where they decide to take their lives and how they all manage to deal with it. Um, if anything, I feel like I enjoy hearing about how the mother grows in her uh her own right because she has to like she finds herself in the situation where she has to deal with this all alone she has to hide it from the people around her but she still manages to create connections find friends um find a place where she belongs in this whole situation so yeah definitely a good movie i highly recommend this one um let's go ahead everybody. huh it's definitely for everybody the movie yeah oh yeah it's a family friendly movie the next one is the mm. one i haven't seen my bad what you have seen wow. number five i've even seen this one come on now this, well, is, Brandon. this is anime staple classics <laughs> yeah. like you, how do you oh, miss out you know brandon he, hearing your reaction why don't you go ahead and introduce uh, our number five pick absolutely i'll have to give props to james because james was the one that actually convinced me to watch it <laughs> Princess Mononoke. Good, good. Wow. I, I remember when we originally talked about this list. I straight up said I have not watched this, and James straight up told me he's like, "You need to watch this." There's a lot you haven't seen, okay? So I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's I, the comic book guy. A lot of a lot of fans out there, just like Willie just said, I'm more of the comic book side of everything. Willie's more of our anime side. Just Japanese comics, man. Don't criticize. <laughs> Nobody can really trash on Attack on Titan still. Because Come back when you're a thousand chapters deep into One Piece, and then we can talk. <laughs> I'm at 150. And then you'll have street cred. I, I have 150 episodes underneath. I'll talk when you're at a thousand on, on the episodes too. Because <laughs> I got problems. But this animation alone, only if I'm not mistaken, this only is friends can solve. This is a uh, Studio Ghibli film, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Okay. Um, by far, it's actually really entertaining. Now, again, it's not my favorite Ghibli film. That my favorite Ghibli film is is our number one. And there's good reason behind that. Um, the reason I like this movie is it does have a really great message about the environment itself. And I enjoy this movie. The fact that it really, it's kind of hard to explain it again. It's a movie that I don't want to ruin for people that don't haven't watched this movie, but I guess the good message is this. Um, 
if nature is pushed too hard, um, it's pretty much humans versus nature, pretty much. The fact that if, na if we put, if nature pushed too hard, nature is going to bite back at one point. And I think that's a great perspective of this movie. Um, animation's fantastic. I love this. I'm sorry if I, I'll admit it right now. I'm an Oscars guy. Willie knows this as well. Oh, you guys know I love the Oscars, everything like that. All the movies come out. If there was a best animation film during that year, I think this one would have took it. I, mm -hmm. I will admit it right now. Because mind you, a lot it's of people think because that's a good one. I'm going to bring up a Disney movie really quickly. A lot of people don't realize the animation film did not start with the Oscars till 2001. So this like movies like Toy Story probably would have earned it. I think Princess Mononoke should have won one. There are so many great movies, and especially Studio, Ghib Studio Ghibli. If this was back in the 80s and 90s, Studio Ghibli would have taken a lot of those awards. The thing is. <laughs> The American wouldn't accept it. There's already a bunch of lists of, yeah. about those stuff. You know, like uh, there's so many anime movies that just got thrown off by Disney movies. Coco. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Even now, still, it's um, no one Western goes. studios get chosen for uh, animation awards more often than any Japanese production companies ever do. Um, just because the the Academy prefers them. 100% because, uh, I, yeah, anyway. <laughs> so, which was great, which was great for Studio Ghibli because their early films were released through Disney. So which started giving them more of a fighting chance um, yeah. in the animation yeah. department. They're their in a Western Buena Vista department. Yeah, Buena Vista was their department for showing those movies off and it, it worked. I think all the now imagine movies like Grave of the Fireflies that would not really work through, but um, <laughs> but like I was looking through the cast on INDB and I didn't even realize a lot of these American talents on top, the ones that the English voices are. Yeah, yeah. Billy Bob Thornton uh, is Gigo. Billy Bob Thornton. Okay, <laughs> we're Gigo. not even done yeah. yet. We got John DiMaggio in this movie as Gonzo. Oh. What's his face um, from Futurama? Yep. Uh, what's it? Fender? I can't Fender. Fender. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Tara Strong, Jada Pickett-Smith, even though that's kind of a hard name to talk about nowadays, but yeah, she's in this movie. Keith David in this movie. By God, I love Keith David. This is one of those things when I saw this, I went, Yes, I'm watching this now. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> he is a great voice actor. I, I told you you need to watch it, man. I I'll tell you, you right now, Keith David and going back to Convert Turn is Spawn. I am sorry. You cannot convince me otherwise. This is Spawn to the T. Oh, and, he's the narrator. Yeah. you know. He's I, the narrator. <laughs> really, I just love a lot of these voice talents and seeing the English version. The hard one that's hard for me to say is Billy Kudrup. Um, for anybody who doesn't know, that's Willie's favorite actor from Watchmen. That is mm -hmm. Dr. Manhattan, big blue swinging, you know what, out there. Yeah. yeah, that's him. Thanks for putting that out in the world that it's my favorite. Yeah, you're welcome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're welcome, buddy. Is it really your favorite no, actor? It's from a oh. As a kid, as kids, what was it when we hit? I remember him and a buddy of ours named James. Literally said, oh, yeah, we're going to go watch this. And I remember as a kid, I was like, you're not going to like yeah, this. We, were, we and... watched it in theater with my with my buddy James's mom. <laughs> oh. 
Yeah, that was that was a great thing to see. <laughs> and I remember um, you coming back, and you're just like, I was like, because I've read the comic at this point. And that I remember, movie is a lot to see with yeah. uh, somebody's mm-hmm. mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, remember, I remember asking you, know, like, how did you like it? He goes, big, blue. Beep. So I went, yeah, I knew you were going to like it, buddy. <laughs> but anyway, but just seeing the cast in this movie alone, real, now, mind you, I'm, I know a lot of fans are going to hate me. This is how I help understand anime a little bit more. And I know it's not the best way. I know Ty told, has told me that. I know James has told me that. Sometimes you do have to watch in Japanese because you get the true translation of what they're really saying instead yeah. of watching in English. Um, but for me, sometimes it's easier for me to watch it in English because it's like, even though it's not the true translation, I know kind of like a gist of what they're trying to get across. <clears throat> and it might not. Now, do I go back and watch in Japanese? Yes. Am I going to go back and watch this in Japanese? Absolutely. But I initially watched it in English, and I have no regrets in that. I liked it. I thought it was good. Um, this this one's dub is just so well done. Uh, it, it really is just a plus, excellent. Ghibli dubs are just some of the best out there. They're, you can you can just watch the dub; it's fine. Nobody's going to be mad at you. <laughs> I, I talked enough about this one. I'll let you, I'll turn it over to my partner here. Um, All right, so. Anything else to add on this movie, or are we good to go to the next one? Um, great story about environmentalism. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Why do we not have <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's go ahead and move on to our number four pick. Uh, Jackie Chan, why don't you go ahead and tell us about number four, Jackie, if you I know about it. Jackie Chan, it's Ty, man. Right. It's Ty. <laughs> it's whatever he wants to put his name as. Your name. All right. Now, yeah, this right movie right. could have won instead of Goddamn Frozen, all right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm fine serious. if you're still mad about it. I'd be mad I'm, too. I'm still okay. The reason I'm mad because Frozen won best animation, right? I found out they use the same uh body type for the sisters. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. So it's copy and paste, you're telling me? Yes. So, it's, so it's half the work. <laughs> Pretty hey, much. Oh, they I'm taught right. us that for a reason. <laughs> but that <Okay>. hair though. <laughs> All right, so your name. This movie is uh, it starts off with this guy and the girl, and they ended up swapping bodies. For so they, they later figured out that they're swapping bodies. So every other day they'll switch bodies, and they will use this, their cell phone to uh, uh, like leave notes for each other. You know, through on, through on. Um, later on, um, what happened? They they kind of want to meet each other, or something like that, or the girl did, but then like. Um, the, the festival happened with the meteor and then like um he just they they just stopped like swapping bodies so you know he does some investigation he goes over there to visit her then he finds out a meteor hit and he's like what happened he finds out that he's he's uh actually going back what was it three years into the past i think it's three years right i think so i it's been it, it i can't remember right. i want to say three years right it sounds reasonable about three years. So, yeah. yeah. You know, it's, um, well, without, ex- you know, spoiling the rest of the movie, you know, it's, it's, it's a heartwarming story where this guy just always grabbing her boobs when they switch bodies. Mm. <laughs> well, That's a good way of explaining it, buddy. We all know it's the first thing we'd do if we did. <laughs> I guess, you know what I mean? 
the um, way. They, they, they learn to live <laughs> each other's lives and stuff. They, 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 they eventually like fall in love with each other, pretty much. And he, he tried to find the way to like save her, you know. I think it's based off like the the the, the media part. It's based off a true event, no? Or am I tripping? I can't remember. Anyway. I can't remember that one, but it wouldn't shock me if it is. No. Oh, like that's how most of the like anime movies are. They're they're like a little bit based off like little events too. Like, you know, uh the next like one of the other list, you know. I don't want to say yet. <laughs> yeah. No. That was it. Your name was another one I know James got me into. Um, this was one I know you've talked with me since I told you I was getting more into anime. And you took now, mind you, I look at more money. I've never seen it. Had. I thought you told me about this one. Was it you? I told oh, you. I about probably that. told it was you. Well, never mind. I may have it told you about it, but I've never seen it. <laughs> yeah, it was well. I do remember. Definitely watched it. You telling me about it's been it. on my radar since it came out, but I just never have but sat down and watched it. But see, like I told Will too, why I had this more on my list was because of how many records it broke during the time. Um, mind you, those records are not broken because Demon Slayer Manugi Train um, ended up breaking those records, um, actually shattering those records. But, yeah, and that record got broken by Jujutsu Kaisen. Yeah, we won't talk about that, buddy. Like, oh, that, you want to break up Demon Slayer, huh? Goes <laughs> both ways. <laughs> I like my demon slayer. See, so buzz off there, buddy. <laughs> like, no, no, that one spoiled ending, ending for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. And they killed my favorite character at the very end. <laughs> all, so, Rengoku, rest in peace, buddy. Yeah, it's kind of a. So, it's still hard. I told Willie I almost turned it off right there. I was just like, I don't want to watch this anymore. Really? It's a hard. I, mean, I did not. Hard thing to get through. through. I, kind of, I kind of knew it was coming, but it was hard. For it, me. it was. Pretty expectable. It was only upsetting to me that it happened so fast because you didn't really get a lot of It feels like being rocked a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but that's how some of the best characters are. Some of the most impactful deaths are that way, you know? Well, you keep the you don't get that satisfaction of getting to know them and getting that peaceful resolution about them in some way. Yeah, I, you should hear the conversations Ty and I have when it comes to Attack on Titan on that same subject. So there, I mm-hmm. I hate a certain character or I can't stand. He goes, well, every good anime has a sacrificial lamb, and sometimes that's like for me, I hate Gobby so much. I'll admit it right now. It's Ty. Like everyone, yeah, Game of Thrones, everybody hates that kid. <laughs> I think they that's the point, though. They just episode one. I paused it. I called my buddy because he was on season three at the time when I was watching it. And I called him. I was like, "Hey, man, what's up with this kid that got pushed out the tower?" I'm not continuing <laughs> the show right now. <laughs> it's not gonna be. He was like, "All right, I'm just really want to know." And I was like, "Usually, I do not do spoilers because I hate spoilers personally." Like, I, I was walking there with my girlfriend because she made me, and I was like, "Aren't they?" You're like, "Yes." it was it was better what was it you want me to tell you how i was introduced to it my mom texts me hey watch this and i go what the fuck (laughs) you're making me watch language (laughs) i don't care that made me me really wonder like what the heck am i watching and i just went screw this i am done watching mom's got taste that's what that is <laughs> no, remind me never to invite. No, I'm just messing with you. All right. Oh, All I'm right. not. I'm not parent friendly. Right, back on topic. Your name is an interesting movie. I, at first, when Willie described it to me, I literally thought this is Freaky Friday, just with a couple instead of 
a you know a mom and a daughter but it does have a good message at the end that you know really two people that could be total opposite could be something totally different could find one day find love and see that switching you know seeing who they truly are instead of being old you know there's other factors into liking something and what i think this movie explores that um i think it's really great i think it's a great movie um yeah, that's all I have to say because I'm excited to talk about the next three. So I'm going to just keep. Oh, of course you are. Yeah. Next three. I am yeah. looking forward to it. But Willie, you haven't talked much about this. Yeah. For, for me, this movie did a trope that I've never really been a fan of. I've never liked the whole body swap thing. But freaky this Friday. is one of the. <laughs> yeah, don't even get me started on Freaky Friday. <laughs> the only the only good thing about Freaky Friday was the acting choices. I, lo- I like. <laughs> No, there's I love two. the actors. There's two. Which one are we talking about? The first yeah, one? The or... original. Obviously, okay. the original. Jane Foster, or not Jane Yeah. Foster, um, Don't uh, even Jane get Fonda. me started with the Vince Vaughn one. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Why are you yeah, not but, bring that movie up? That was I know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, your name. This is one of the few times where I actually enjoyed that trope. Because it's handled... <laughs> in a way that it's not like immediate it's not like these people are right next to each other and they have to experience it they're thrown on two different complete aisles of the world they don't even know each other yet they have to deal with this phenomenon and try to figure things out uh, figure out what's going on with them and not only is the animation that's put behind it is done incredibly well but just like the reactions, the acting put behind it as well. It's like, it's 100% believable in everything that's going on. And I really enjoyed it. It really gets to me every single time. Um, anybody else have something to add or are we good to move on to the next one? We're good. I think we're All right. to the top three now. <laughs> yeah. Brandon, I know you're going to be the most excited about this one. So I'll let you go ahead and have James introduce the number three. <laughs> As I say, number two oh. is more exciting. I'll, sa- I'll save the best for last for you. I was about to say, no, 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 more, yeah. more uh, and, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to take away all the fun for Brandon further here on out. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, uh, so James, yeah, go ahead. Number three, it's... Uh, Quite a good one, actually. It uh, came out in 1986, or was it 88? I don't remember. 88. Uh, 88. 88, yeah. Uh, it is Akira. Um, I personally have watched the dub, uh, not the sub. Don't shoot me, I know. But the dub is pretty well done, honestly. But um, it is the story of, uh, in on July 16th in 1988, uh, Tokyo is destroyed in the Third World War. Um, just the entire city just uh, gets destroyed somehow. And then it flashes forward 30 years in the future to the year 2019. That's right. We're working with historical fiction. I hope you guys like a period piece. Uh, <laughs> um, but... Uh, we flash forward 30 years to Neo Tokyo has been built um, over the side of the previous city. And um, it, we find a city filled with corruption um, in a cyberpunk thriller uh, uh, world. And in it, there are uh, groups of biker gangs that are going around and having uh, turf wars throughout the city. And 
find the two primary protagonists of this uh, uh, story in in one of these biker gangs. Uh, they're having a biker gang war, and during that war, they stumble upon uh, the test subjects of a uh, secret government experiment lab, essentially. Uh, they're ESPers, so they have some form of psychic power. And um, uh, uh, really, it all unfolds from there. And it is quite the story. It is uh, a, a lot to wrap your head around. A lot of people end up having to watch it twice sometimes just to get, just to really understand what goes on, because there's a lot of... Uh, mind-bending and reality-warping elements, um, especially towards the end. Um, but I, I don't want to spoil it too, too much, as it is a really, really good story. Um, but I, I really loved it. Um, content warning, there is a lot of, a lot of gore, some, uh, some nudity, violence, language, the whole spiel. Uh, but yeah, it, it's a really, really good story, and I'd highly recommend it. It's not super revolutionary in the science fiction department, but it is very revolutionary in the, uh, the animation and color world of of anime. It was uh, pivotal and, and revolutionary. Yeah. Ty, how do you feel about that one? I, I watched it a long time ago, and I don't remember nothing, but... <laughs> <laughs> no. It's not my fault. I, I watched watch anime when it comes Hulu. It's on Hulu. Okay. You don't remember Canada, Tetsuo! Yeah. Oh, man. Like, is it sad or not? I'm the only one that noticed the main the main girl he likes and him looked exactly the damn same. Oh, I know. That was we'll the fault of some animation. <laughs> Movies like this will make you like rewatch it because you miss a lot of stuff. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it's, in my yeah. opinion, that, that's like a gold money right there. Like, oh, I gotta rewatch this again. So I could like see what, you know, like, man, it's like, it's like, oh shit, you know, go back to the movie theater. You know? Language. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've already hit that range. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> All right, Brandon. Uh, I know you like this movie a lot too. How do, how do yeah, you tell us how much you love the titties? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, there's only like one set of titties. Well, great. Now we have to put the disclaimer in this one. Yep. We're we're uh, already gonna be explicit. We're gonna be like that new video game coming out. Well, that takes our way our E for everybody rating. Um anyway. <laughs> anyway. Now we get to talk about perfect blue a little more, I suppose. Yeah. Well, we haven't gone to that one yet. We we haven't even touched that subject yet, buddy. Um Akira or Akira or whatever you want to call it. Akira. 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 What if Chronicle was made into animation? Is how I look at this. Now Chronicle. Never. I, Chronicle, I like the movie. Um, what was it? It's not the best, but it's not terrible. Has some of the stuff aged well? Has this movie really aged well at all? No. It still hasn't. And there's so much to this that has not really aged well at all. Um, the way the women are treated in the movie, terrible. Um, what was it? The motorcycle gangs, kind of outdated. Um, the whole nuclear threat thing, another again, another. And I'm sorry, Canada and the girl he likes. Nuclear threat's outdated. Exactly that's, a, that's a boring concept. It's I'm like realizing, especially these days. And saw longer hair on him, and that's pretty much the woman he likes in the whole movie. Now, I know, James, you have said straight up, you have read the books. Um, oh, yeah. Now, what they're, they're much this, because I've never read the books, but it is something I would love to do. Um, it's pretty much like the first couple volumes mm-hmm. and the last couple volumes merged together into one book. So there's so much stuff. That yeah, 
in that. There, there's a lot more explication as far as scientific experiments done, how the children were treated, that type of thing um, that it goes into. Um, it's been a hot minute since I've read them. I've, I've watched it more recently. Um, but yeah, it, it does go into a little bit more depth and it. it's, it's got much more, uh, much more to say as far as the manga side of things, but that's, that's what's to be expected. Um, but they did a pretty good job of making things a little bit more succinct for the movie. I think, um, honestly, I, I think the movie does a better job of telling the story and tells a little bit more of a succinct story, a, a succinct, um, tail uh, i should say i hated that bar owner i'm not gonna lie that bar <laughs> owner every scene he came on i was just like you're a little punk like just stop <laughs> like um I, it's a movie i agree with Ty. it is a movie you have to watch more than once because you will miss things <clears throat> the first time you watch it it i did i went back and re-watched it shortly after i think that's it i think i came in like what two days after james when i first told you and then i was like yeah I'm, i watched it again because I yeah yeah make sure like i'm not 100 sure exactly what <laughs> like yeah. it will but still is it a good movie can i understand during that time frame why these points were brought up and things like that absolutely i can but see newer anime watchers stuff like that they watch this movie and they're going to be well i don't understand that or why did this have to be made into a film going to be a little bit more foreign just because it's a little bit uh, outdated but again as far as animation it is made in the 80s like i'll say this right now the animation alone is fantastic i think for the time it it was really great everything like that another big thing i hated about the movie too is um tokyo still standing after a nuclear threat and it's still standing and prosperous as ever that's where i was kind of like Sure. Well, well. See, you, you gotta, you gotta. We'll I, talk about it on Monday. We'll talk <laughs> we're gonna talk about that more. Yeah. But I'll talk. You, I think. Talk to you. I think one of the. We'll go talk about it. how about that thing. I think one of the cool things about this movie is that you notice anybody listening, you notice that a lot of the movies that are on our list are Studio Ghibli productions or their uh, Toho Animation productions. So the few outliers that are on our list there's a good reason and akira and ghost in the shell they're kind of like staples in the anime community anybody who is like a diehard fan knows these movies they watch these movies it's kind of like a calling card in a way that you're not really a true anime fan if you haven't seen these movies which i don't like given that title that you're not a true anime fan unless you've seen this, 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 and this, but I mean, it's hard to say that when it comes to the Akira specifically, because it has such a huge impact on the anime world. It's like, it's anime and cyberpunk in general too. It's yeah. um, It it was, it's very iconic uh, to the anime world. Yeah. Yeah. Hugely influential and and influential in, in other things as well. Um, influential and in not just uh, Japanese society, but also American culture, especially up through the late nineties and into the hip hop scene as well nowadays too. Um, it, 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 it goes wide, widespread. And but at least give a good description. It's pretty much if Chronicle was made into a movie when you really, yeah, you guys definitely need to see Chronicle. It's, it's, it's a pretty engaging film as well. And gotcha. it what does, it, made, you know, yeah. Huh? Do you know what year Chronicle was made? 2014? 
Yeah. I think it's on Amazon Prime right now, so you can watch it there. Between 2012-2014, around that range, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I'll confirm, but I can't remember right off my head. Well, we're trying to figure that out. Let's go ahead and move on to our next one. Oh, number two. Get this moving. Brandon, you're excited. Let's go ahead and introduce number two. One of my favorite movies of all time. When we made this list, I know it made my number one. I know James is number one. Um, we went with Grave of the Fireflies. It is, I will tell you this. If you watch this yeah. movie and you don't cry, I am not going to lie. You have no soul. And I will say that right now. I have, I, you can, I, it is such an emotional story. History fan, I'm, I'm a history major myself. Um, it really just shows you the horrors of war. And it shows you that one of the most horrific events in all of war, pretty much any military history, with the dropping of the nuclear bombs on Nagasaki, um, it, 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 it really just shows you what we don't realize happens when something like that occurs. Um, one of the most graphic scenes still to this day, and I will admit this is not a movie for kids. Do not have kids watch this. You better be at least PG-13 to watch the, or over 13 to watch this. Yeah, Ty, no, we're not watching <laughs> kids. Don't don't inspire kids. Lucky for this, this is not going on YouTube. Somewhere. <laughs> yeah, it's going on TikTok. I don't know if it was Ninja Scroll, okay? There was some nudity in there. <laughs> But, but this I'm just okay. So so I, I do want to bring up a countermeasure because I, I, I hate that I found this online. Um, because it, it seems like it's such an anti-warm film, but apparently, according to the director, he's been quoted in saying that it is intended to convey an image of the brother and sister living a failed life due to isolation from society and invoke sympathy, particularly in people in their teens and twenties. Yeah. I agree. Apparently, does not he does not, but he he says it's not an anti-war film. But it's kind of hard to not say it's not an anti-war film. Really, I know, I know, I know. But the fact that the director even tries to deny that this is an anti, this isn't an anti. It's like all of us are just like, are you really that stupid? Like this is an anti-war. You made this, and it's like you cannot sit here and just the brother and sister. But it but it, it does show you the horrors of war and what a bomb did to a whole city. I can't look at a jar of rice the same in my life again, so that's cool. <laughs> like it, and it, I appreciate that. It's one of the cool things about the world of art because it's very subjective. It's yeah, yeah. it can be interpreted yeah, how it can be off. Right. Yeah. It, it like I always hated that movie too for the fact being um i hated the aunt or the person that was taking care of him after the mom passed away oh yeah i know that's the culture but still it was just like no nah. well, it's less of that's the culture it's the aunt was actively getting them to sell their their mother's kimono and you know she was she's taking advantage of them to to her own success and gain and then and then when they leave they're just like where are you gonna go well, like you care. <laughs> like, yeah, she doesn't care. But this is a movie. I will tell this right now, and Willie. I know. I know. Like Jim said, the director has come out and said it's not an anti-war film. Again, it's kind of hard to not see that. And sure. I think no, I agree. It, I agree. It, it is one thing I will admit right now. This is a movie. 
This is a movie I'll admit right now. I showed my cousin when he was talking about military. Um, sure. Never against military whatsoever. I grew up in a military family myself, um, but I don't. I, I'll put a political point out here. I don't like new or youngsters thinking it's video games. I don't. I hate that topic. Sure. I showed him this movie. Made him change his perspectives about war a little bit, and made him. Sure. See that war is a lot more than you realize and it's sad because it's an animated movie and yet it can portray such a powerful message this is actually based off of a short story and the author they they asked the author many times say hey can we make a live action movie and he told them i'm sorry you won't be able to make the sets yeah. You, you won't be able to make the, the, uh, the land barren enough and isolated enough and destroyed enough the way we need it to. Um, and then eventually they came with him. They came uh, to him with this, with an animation. And they said, he said that some of the rice patties that they had recreated were visually stunning. And then the, that was the only way that they could, could have done a lot of those shots and a lot of those scenes was to recreate it through animation. God, mind you, this is a studio jibble, or uh, studio <laughs> film. This is yeah. a Studio Ghibli Association. Yes, thank you. It's an, it wasn't released entirely through Studio Ghibli. Yeah. Okay. No. But it is. I one of my favorite scenes still is when they're in the forest. They have the fireflies in the bucket, and just seeing that animation alone really just shows you how powerful one message, one little scene can be. And I really like right. the way it ended. Was so tragic. It gets to the point like you knew it was going to happen over time, but it just got to the point where it's like, just get it over with at this point. If you're going to do it, just it's kind of like rip the bandaid. I hate to say it that way, but it, it does become very tragic. I'll let I'll turn it over to Mr. Ty. You heard about the poster, right? So after 30 years from the movie, uh, somebody found out when you brighten the poster is uh, the fireflies around it are actually fire or bombing. The, and you see like a plane coming down. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. You didn't know about it? I didn't know that. Oh, well, now you do. <laughs> now, what was your awesome screen movie? Mine? Yeah. Um, I'm going to be honest. The first half was kind of boring, but then when it got close to the middle, that's when I started to, like, you know, feel like a little bit of, like, emotion. Then towards the end, then I did cry a little bit. But, like, in the, in the first half, it was kind of boring, in my opinion. Yeah. But it, that, that, that's just me, though, you know. It, it's got to set up a lot of things. Yeah, it, it was kind of slow set up, in my opinion. But that's just for me, though. But, you know, at the end of the movie, you know, it, it was a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, James, I know, like, when we made these lists originally, you had this at your number one as well. Um, sure. Um, it's, it's one of those anime movies that... Uh, <laughs> Um, I, I watched it once and literally, once again, I cannot look at a jar of rice the same. Uh, you know, the, there's there's an image from that movie that I, I can't unsee as far Put as in the know, bag food slowly depleting because their jar of rice was getting lower and lower. And and I don't know if any of you guys have ever had food insecurity, but I have in the past uh, at one period of my life. And it was <laughs> never a fun experience, but to, to see that as well represented in a movie was uh, I used it was to impactful in a really, really important way. It was, it was a lot. It was yeah. a fantastic movie. Would highly recommend to anybody who's uh, mature enough to really to watch it. Well, like I said, I said this to my cousin. Now, Willie is a now. By the way, Willie is a veteran of the army. 
um, what was in everything like that. And that's why I said I wanted to bring that up because I know, <laughs> know my cousin Daniel. I, I that's it was <laughs> it was always something funny. I made sure he watched this movie. I was just like, you don't know the true horrors of war until you watch stuff like this. And and it, even though it's animation does portray a great message and it shows you the true horrors. And I remember it's like, you think this is all a bit, it's not. It's never me against military. It's never against me. I'm a pro-military guy, but go in with the right attentions, knowing that, you know, this isn't no video game. This is real life. And that's my biggest thing with when it comes to military. Yeah, for me, when it comes to this movie, I don't disagree with what Brandon says, but I've mentioned this to him before. There's another movie that came out a lot more recently in 2000, uh, 2016 mm-hmm. where I think it does a better telling of how he feels of an anti-war uh, story, seeing like more of the struggles of the events of the war. It was a movie mm-hmm. called In, uh, In This Corner of the World. Mm-hmm. And it does show like like as opposed to grave of the fireflies where it's these two uh two children that go on the run during the war this is uh in the corner in this corner of the world it more follows the story of a young girl who is like presently dealing with the effects of the war and what it's like showing on the community and the people around her to the point where she actually gets involved in the uh, one of the explosions that happens in uh, I think it was the one in uh, Nagasaki and it like she even loses her arm so seeing like how she deals with it I think it shows a lot more of the reasons that you should avoid war and the effects that it has on the people around so I, I would recommend that one highly as well if you want to like get that same feeling. Right. It's it's a it's a really great movie for people. I know Willie mentioned that. It's actually on my watch list now to watch it. Yeah. Uh, but that's why I said Grave of the Fireflies, we could not talk about this list without mentioning this movie. And the five you said you were talking about like movies that should be on this list that are not popular or different things that should have a chance um i know this one did not make your list but if you did go off popularity would this movie make your list this one um yeah i mean it it definitely has like a a message for you know like the the story of a brother trying to take care of his you know younger sibling Mm -hmm. then watching them like slowly die at the end like something nobody wants to see ever happen in their lifetime Especially during like a war, you know, the aftermath is just like that whole scene. Can I admit right now? I admit it to. I'm gonna commit the last ending part of the movie to one of my favorite DC animated movies. <clears throat> the whole scene where she's going around the cave again gave me that sense of Jason Todd in Red Hood. It, the fact that he came out as Robin and he says, "This is the best day of my life," and you get to see that little girl run around in the cave and everything like this is gonna be this is gonna be this that scene right there caught me because that scene is what caught me in red hood and it just that's what made me so emotional that thought that was such a great ending and i this is a movie i hope they never remake i hope there's no live action this movie stays still 
I'm sorry. They had to put the, the, the one action before the animated version came out, and they've never tried. I don't think, at least not that I'm aware of. So I think it's time we go to our honorable mentions. Um, yep. First one we're going to. But, but number one. But number one. Yeah, we're going to do, do our mentions first, and then do our number one. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. I see how you're going with that. Okay. So first off, uh -huh. first one we want to mention first right away, um, there is a very disclaimer on this one. It is not for kids. A very your discretion advised. Ty, <laughs> stop taking your head yes. Uh, they got to win sometimes. <laughs> I mean, listen, I, 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 I love the joke. Love the joke. Not not this movie. <laughs> um, we're talking about Perfect Blue. Um, this is, again, um, we're not going to go too much into this. Um, all we're going to say is this is not a movie for kids. It is, deals with a lot of um, very, very, I, I guess, very debatable topics. On top of it, it deals with, uh, James, you describe it perfectly. Well, uh, well we talk about uh, so uh, it, it explores themes associated with the uh, concept of disassociative identity disorder. So that's uh, essentially what used to be known as multiple personality disorder. Um, and it it shows this not only through animation, but also through um, thematic elements like juxtaposition of, uh, of camera angles and of uh, full characters at times and things like that, uh, or, or forcing you right back into the same scene that you've seen a few times already. And then it, it, it makes it to where you are confused almost in a way as to the linear path that you are taking through the story. Um, and it does that to confuse the viewer uh, intentionally. And it does a very, very good job of that. Um, I, I, I really actually enjoyed that element of it because it's something I've done some research into in the past. And uh, I, I had never actually seen this movie until uh, about a, a few days ago. So and it was quite good, quite good. Why we say that too, it does with a lot of adult topics, a lot of adult themes. Oh yeah, it's uh, adult yeah. themes associated with, you know, um, uh, nudity, uh, sexual violence, uh, you know, um, violence in general, gore, uh, just very, very explicit. Um, in general, I would not recommend having any kind of teenager around. <laughs> this is more just because why it's on our list. More the animation style, the angles, like James said. Oh, um, I've I've seen papers written on just the use of the color red in this movie alone. Uh, so you know, it, it, it's quite interesting. Quite, it's a very good movie. Now. Ty, you also had an honorable mention, and so did James and Will. So we're going to start with Ty. What was your honorable mention? Well, the reason I picked mine, because it's a movie that everybody could watch. So the, the movie is called Heart and Yummy, or Omasu. It's about this uh, dinosaur. It's a T-Rex that gets adopted by a vegetarian dinosaur. Then, you know, he, he doesn't know that he's a T-Rex, but later as he grows up, he realizes he wants to eat meat. So then he, he ends up like um living alone you know it's, it's a very heartwarming family movie i think everybody should watch about a dinosaur okay that, yeah all right that's all, that's all i'm gonna say you know keep it right. short and <laughs> mr james what was your honorable mention 
My honorable mention would actually have to be one of my just personal favorites. It's a quirky little comedy um, that I always like to recommend to people. It's kind of obscure and a little difficult to find on streaming websites, but if you do your homework and you do, you know, so a little bit of extensive looking, you can find it. It's called uh, Saint Young Men. Came out in, I believe, the mid 2000s. It's uh, actually about, uh, it's a slice of life comedy about if Jesus and Buddha decided to uh, take a vacation together in a modern uh, Japanese city. And it is uh, absolutely adorable and hilarious. Some of the situations they get in, they uh, they go shopping, they go to amusement parks, they go to a bathhouse. It's it's just absolutely hilarious. I, I highly recommend it. And then Willie, you had an honorable mention. Yeah, I find it funny that you that our guest picked like some happy, friendly movies go for their honorable mentions, and then you and me both picked like worse terrible movies um i had one percent of the anime movie (laughs) i had a honorable honorable mention honorable mention but i was thinking about it and i think i may actually have two just because they both are kind of similar in sort of um kind of the uh mental and emotional aspect to them one of them was called hal which has to deal with um, it follows the story of a robot who is kind of a companion for somebody who had to deal with losing their loved one in a crash. And it's very psychological in sort of learning about these characters and seeing how it affects them, how they're processing everything that happened in their lives. Um, the other movie was A Silent Voice, which is a lot more popular nowadays, where it has to do with these and kids. Netflix. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it has to do with these kids growing up. Uh, one of them has a disability. Uh, she's not able to hear properly, and uh, she gets bullied a lot. And one of the main bullies, as he grows up, starts to realize what he did to her and s- decides to start changing his life around because... Um, after she moved away, he started getting bullying, uh, started getting bullied, and it really affected him to the point where he couldn't look people in the eyes. He never recognized people's faces, and there's a lot of psychological warfare going on um, and how they're dealing with uh, the people around them. So both of them are very enjoyable. It tackles a lot with mental illnesses and mental issues. Um that they both really affected me. So I highly recommend both of those. I'd like to pitch one too, really quickly. Um, I want to pitch one that I think a lot of people are going to be like, why is this movie not on your guys's list? Um, it's another Ghibli film. I'm going to say it right now. It's my neighbor Totoro. I totally fall asleep every time. Whatever, James. Like I'm falling asleep every time. I've tried I, I can ex- more than once. <laughs> I can explain why that one wasn't added onto our list. I completely agree. It's a great, it's a good movie. It's obviously Ghibli, so it's well animated and very iconic characters. I mean, the main character, Totoro, is kind of the icon of Studio Ghibli now. It's their logo. The reason that we didn't include it is because nothing really happens in the film. I mean, the first uh, two-thirds of the movie it's just cute kids being cute kids cute animals being cute animals so nothing really happens until like the last third 
and it happens so briefly that it's hard to really get anything out of it. So it's a very cutesy film and I do recommend it, but putting it in a top 10, I can't necessarily put it as like one of the best movies out there. I agree. That's why that's why I said I wanted at least an honorable because I think it is a good movie. I uh, guess it can go into an honorable mention, yeah. Sure. So our number one. I, say that's what I guess. <laughs> I guess. I guess. Oh, it? But our I'm number going all, going all soon today over here. So what was soon it? You can if you want to. I don't like to mention one of the Indiana movies. <laughs> like I care that much. Um, but our last pick, our number one, is going to the only anime movie to ever win an Oscar. Um, actually, the second mo- animated movie to ever win this Oscar behind shrek yeah it is spirited away a true masterpiece yeah it is great. i remember watching this as a kid and i i told willie i was traumatized as a kid <laughs> wait are we talking about shrek or spirited away oh yes. but you know <laughs> being that gingerbread man talk i'm like no <laughs> like no um so really creeped the crap out of me as a kid i don't know why it was I think it was the whole thing of I was trying to understand this was really like my first anime movie I ever watched. I'm not gonna lie, the witch scared the crap out of me. I said almost said something else. I caught myself. Um, almost a perfect <laughs> embodiment of the witch. Yeah, but Yumaba. Yeah, and it, 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 the, and I think the one thing that made me so scared is that the parents turned into pigs right in the beginning. Oh, of the movie. I was like what is this <laughs> and, and then my i remember my mom bought this thinking oh it's okay for you oh i was so dramatized as a kid i'd never watch it again not you for know, pretty it, kind of true. ain't that right brandon what what was that ty yeah you turning it too big <laughs> <laughs> we're all pigs yeah. anyway some reading about the uh the the director's perspective on this and and uh, Miyazaki really wanted to uh he looked around and he realized there wasn't many animated films that were actually for uh the story's about a 10 year old girl really of her getting to go on a journey and experience a spiritual like experience in that way and so that's one of the reasons that she decided that, that he decided to have her as uh, as as the uh protagonist really was to see yeah. what a 10 year old girl would, would go through in that kind of situation um, quite beautifully note, done yeah on the note of the girl uh, Shihiro she's probably my favorite character in anime in general just because it, like when you're thinking about it in anime you always have like the character stereotypes you have the stereotypical brave character the stereotypical scaredy cat stereotypical nice guy her i think it's one of the most unique things because she does act like a 10 year old girl being thrown into this situation she is terrified but she understands that she still has to go through these things she still, she has, still to, has to be brave. she still has to be brave so she'll for, she forces herself to be brave and you can see it on her face every step of the way she's terrified yet she still keeps moving which I think she's is not doing it for herself. She's doing yeah. it for saving her parents. Usually. She's going through all these lengths to save her parents. It's so commendable. Yeah. It, uh, what was it? There's really just a good message behind it in the fact that it does show the whole anxieties and fears of one person and how it can be manifested into so many. 
And yeah. I think you couldn't have asked anybody but Studio Ghibli to do this film. I think in order to make this film happen, you need that creativity. And I think they brought that to the, it's a reason. Well, it's, also, it's also culturally just so Japanese with the setting of the, the bathhouse <laughs> and, the, and the, the Shinto and Buddhist religion um, sprinkled throughout really the whole film it's it's uh, quite extensive even just in the first few scenes just holding your breath across the uh, the, the bridge and the entryway uh, it's it's a huge thing in in certain cultures you know you could you wouldn't have that in any kind of american film yeah it's, it's plus so you gotta hand it to Japanese. them how you gotta hand it to this film how this is one of those where it's hard to tell if it's for children or if it's for adults because the imagery that is used you immediately oh, go yeah. from like such cutesy images. Like one of my favorite is seeing the soot balls moving the coal yeah. from the like the storage yeah. to the furnace, and they're so adorable. And I love looking at them. But then the next thing you know, you have this uh, spirit called uh, No Face, and sto- slowly eating people and becoming this giant blob, and is like wreaking havoc across the bathhouse. And it just that switch between cutesy to terrifying. I mean, it it's happens something so particularly Japanese. I, yeah. I don't know why. It's it's just they they really know how to crank something. They're like, yeah, but what if we just take it from ten to you know, eleven? It's yeah. elevenness. And then you have the grudge. Yeah. No, literally. <laughs> no, literally. I I my my senior seminar course for my bachelor's degree was actually all on horror, and my. Uh, my my professor gave us a bunch of manga and we watched anime and stuff for some of it. It was some of the Japanese stuff was more terrifying than any of the the Western stuff. I showed Brandon some stuff. It was, but it's wild. Well, let's turn the mic over to Ty. Ty, what was your take on this? Oh man, you guys pretty much said almost everything. You know, ten um, year old girl scared. Like, uh, it, it's the thing that she had to like do. You know, to make herself like. Kind of like a grown-up too, like you know, uh, remembering her own name, uh, trying to figure out her parents. Uh, she even saved the uh, the boy who, who was a dragon. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's his name? Haku. Oh, Haku. 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 Yeah. Was that his full name? His full name is Kohaku yeah. River. There you go. Oh. Yeah. Like you know, she she you know a lot of ten-year-olds want to be able to do that. You know, and she figured all that out first. You know. So like, if you put yourself in her shoes, I don't think I'll be able to do that, you know? I totally agree. And yeah. it, this is, there's a reason, again, this movie won an Oscar. This shows you, I think it's great manifestation without, <laughs> like, you have to work around those things. And that's why I said, this is, again, another movie I had to watch, like, when I got older, I watched it again. And it made a lot more sense. And I agree with Willie, the fact that it's arguable if it's a really a kid movie or if it's an adult movie. And I think if you watch this as an adult, you'll you'll understand a lot more of the exactly. thematic undertones, like the the major major themes, and, right. and and really just you know the story that it's trying to present to you. But even as a child, you'll you'll love it for the the audio visual wonderland that it really is. I would know. I watched it as a child. It was the first Studio Ghibli movie I'd ever saw, and I was like eight. It's, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. I was probably like four, and it didn't scare me at all. I think it just hit like a kid differently. Like, you know? and like I so, said, for you, you probably watched. For me, I didn't watch a lot of anime, and this was really my <clears> first <throat> anime film. And I watched it, and I was just so creeped out by it. 
but I think sure. that was also the because there are grotesque moments. I mean, especially mm -hmm. to, to modern you know, conventional Western sensibilities. The the no face in particular, especially with the engorgement scenes where he's really consuming everything around him. It's it's quite the scary monster to have something that's like more of an active blob because. You know, I mean, 1950s, you know, you got the blob, it's slow, it moves at you at two miles an hour. No, this blob, it's scrambling over things to try and get to you, and it's got legs, and it's, you know, it's, it's particularly horrifying in its way. But, see, that's why I was glad Willie brought that up, because I do, I think as an adult, I've grown to appreciate it more, and I understand, I think more watching those Oscar films and things like that, you do grow an appreciation for this, and it mm -hmm. is such a great story. It really is. Um, I think everybody can see each other in Chichiro. I think everybody has experienced that, not just women, but men. We all have those fears too. And we, and I think mm -hmm. it's a great representation of who we can really be or what we're afraid of and how we can conquer our fears. This is a great film. I recommend this to anybody that is newer to anime. Um, you want something that displays a great message, displays a great story. Watch this movie. Um, that said, there are like on top of the list of shows that we've given, there are a lot of anime movies out there that we weren't able to include. So, yeah, we've for the fans, got here. Yeah, you know, for the fans of... anybody listening, uh, let us know what your favorite uh, movies were that we didn't include on this list. Uh, let us know what you felt about them because there is a lot that could still be talked about for other movies. I agree. And we want to thank our guests, James and Tyrone, for joining in on the conversation and get their expert opinions. Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan. What, whatever. Chan um, Fat. As always, it's been great working with you guys. We want to work with you guys as soon as possible with more anime stuff. I know Willie would like more anime talkers instead of me trying to think I know everything about anime and oh, my you hero. just got a lot to learn. it's, it's just implies, now you know how i feel about comic books yeah i know yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, fish out of water <laughs> as always you can find comic talkers on instagram um, uh, we're talking about mangas you know <laughs> <laughs> but um you can always comic talkers at instagram facebook and tiktok at comic talkers you can also listen to the podcast anywhere on google Podcasts, apple Podcasts, anchor and spotify and without further ado my name is brandon and I'm William. And let anime always be the top of your discussion. Bye. <laughs>